Welcome, everybody. My name is Michael, and this is a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. I'm super happy that you're here. Let's commence to having some fun. We're going to dig into some news. We're going to have a lot of laughs. We're going to make fun of some BS and highlight some stories you might not have heard about. Okay, I would be remiss in my duties if I didn't welcome all the new people. I think there's a lot of new people here this week, and that's for an an awesome good reason, and leads us to our first little story. Yours truly, I was performing at a uh, wonderful comedy club uh, in New York over the weekend. Governors, lovely people out there, great people. They love comedy. They love the First Amendment, as long as it's funny. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's funny. So audiences were crazy. Like, especially Saturday. Saturday was over the top. An absolute blast. So if you came out and see, saw the show and I didn't have a chance uh, to say hello to you as an individual, I'm so sorry. I tried to meet everybody that I could and take as many pictures. And it was uh, Saturday was a bit of a mob scene. That was uh, so much fun. So that's fantastic. And now uh, we're, in, we're in high gear this week for... The next taping of that show tonight. I encourage everybody to subscribe to that show tonight. Sketch comedy, super funny. Thatshowtonight.com. We do that out at the uh, the America First Warehouse, and and those guys always have tons going on too. This is what I love. This is what I love. It's so great to be able to. Seriously, sometimes I'm just so happy with the way everything's going. Uh, being able to do stand-up, doing sketch comedy, doing events at the America First Warehouse. It's its fun, and it's busy. And oh my God, then, hold on, here's, a, here's, an, uh, here's an update for you. And I think this one is going to be part of the theme song. Oh, if you're new, uh, there's occasionally a guitar playing by yours truly. Yeah. Sometimes we'll do the rock and roll intro. You know, next week, we got a special guest. We got a guy you might have seen on Louder with Crowder. We got Dave Landau. He's going to be on the show. (laughs) There's that. Uh, And then there's also... uh, That's a pretty sweet... That's part of the theme song. I'll do the theme song for you real quick. Podcast, the Loftus Party Podcast, happens so darn fast, I wish there was more show, but it's a podcast, hosted by me, podcast, the Loftus Party Podcast, you got a cute ass, (laughs) and it rhymed. All right. So you're like, hey, is there ever news and stuff? Do we ever actually get to stories? Yes. Don't be pushy. Don't fucking, don't be like that. (laughs) 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 Ah, Oh, that's hilarious to me. Okay. Uh, Let's jump in. I'll I'll give you more uh, updates. I, I remember now the update that I wanted to, to give before I got distracted by my sweet ass theme song. Myself, Dave Landau, and a young man by the name of Joseph. Some most people call him Joe. Joe DeVito. 
He is a regular on the uh, Gutfeld show. Number one show in late night, by the way. Ooh, I'll be on there May 8th. However, uh, Mr. Landau and Mr. DeVito and myself have uh, have combined forces. We're going to be doing shows in West Nyack at the end of May. I don't have the exact date in front of me because I wasn't prepared for this segment. It just occurred to me. Roll with it, bitches. We're calling it the uh, the American Misfits Pre-Apocalypse Comedy Tour. So it, we're on the calendar. Just West Nyack Improv, West Nyack Levity Live. Okay. There you have it. So let us talk about the news. Let's just take a step back for a moment. Because here we go again. Like the, the presidential uh, election is heating up. It's coming. And there's a lot of things happening uh, simultaneously, we're gonna be get we're gonna be talking a lot about uh, Biden. We're gonna take some some big picture look at the uh, at Joe, the whole family, and all that stuff. We're gonna be talking a lot about uh, Trump. A lot of people still, it's I, I don't know if they're it's there's this whole pretending to be stupid thing where people don't understand why uh, Trump has the support that he does. We're gonna get into that. Uh, we're also going to be uh, talking about, yes, uh, Tucker. Tucker Carlson, what's going on there? California making some super stupid moves. There's going to be some Star Wars talk, because I, I used to love the Star Wars, and, and watching it go slowly down the drain uh, is, is heartbreaking. But we're going we're gonna to document the whole shit show. <laughs> we might get to the uh, the Dirty Notebook as well. So here's how it's going to go. There's going to be uh, this segment, then there will be an additional segment, what some would call the B Block, and then the Patreon people, and welcome to the new Patreon people, you're awesome, uh, they get their own segment. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, what, really? Yes, they do. Why? Uh, because uh, they're they're cooler than you. <laughs> uh, we won't get into the media of it all. But sometimes I feel like I should explain it. Okay, so let's let's talk about Joe, and this makes uh, this makes perfect sense to me to talk about it now because uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner was last night, and that was a uh, a harsh reminder of the reality in which we live. Sometimes you got to take a step back. You know, you've been you've been walking through quicksand for such a long time, you forget what it feels like to be walking on dry land. And I think that's where we are now as a nation. And and every day, more people, they just think this is how the world is. They think this is reality and, and that it can't be better. Well, it, it can be, and it was, which ironically, I was thinking about this in the in the shower earlier. Yes, I showered. You know, they always made fun of Donald Trump, like, make America great again. When was America great? When? They'd always say that. So when was America great? I'll tell you right now. I can pick a year out for you. Fucking uh, 2016. 2016 was pretty awesome. 17 was pretty great. 18 was pretty awesome. Uh, 19. There was a... There, it was, it was weird. It's weird. There was like four really awesome years in a row. Okay. Uh, but that's just that's just comedic. So I got home last night uh, after the, after doing my show and, uh, you know, was doing some stuff around here, turn on the TV in the background and they're, oh, that's the White House Correspondents' Dinner. It's the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And uh, it was, 
I didn't, I didn't, sir, I, I, there's no way I'm going to sit through it all. I guess they have Roy Wood Jr. as the host. He's a funny dude. That, that dude is a funny guy. If you ever get a chance, uh, check out his stuff. But I watched a couple of, uh, of, of Biden's bits and, and, uh, the audience is just eating it up and it's just like, it really highlighted how unadversarial the press is to Joe Biden. It's, it was really just like, it was like a, like, like a fucking, uh, supernova in, in a dark sky. Just like, oh my God, do you guys, you remember how all of these, uh, pricks in the media, these, these disingenuous, uh, they call themselves journalists. They're, they're propagandists. You can't, you can't look at it any other way. It's all propaganda. These, these, these little self-important pricks, uh, when, when Trump was in office, they're like, oh, that's our job. Our job is to ask the tough questions. We have to ask, we have to ask if he's a, if he's a, if he's a Russian spy, because he might be. And if it's like, they would justify every, they would look under every nook, every little tiny speck of like bad information they had to, you guys, because that's their job. They have to be adversarial. And now you've got, you've got, uh, Joe Biden literally, literally hanging onto a card uh, at the at the White House. Uh, they had an event at the White House the other day. He's literally holding onto a card. It has a picture of the bitch's face. It has her name. It has where she's from, the who she's working for, the questions she's going to ask, and Joe's answer on it. And everybody's like, well, you know, the president, he takes notes. Presidents take notes sometimes. Jesus, Jesus. And then you you go instantly to okay so so they're 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 screening the questions at the White House for the journalists, and then and then you go back to uh, freaking uh, Donna Brazil when she was working at CNN giving Hillary the answers to the debate questions. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. It was a love fest at the uh, at the uh, press dinner last night. And, and, uh, Joe tells, he did, he did one joke. He's like, uh, this little, this little, and I'm, I'm probably going to tell it better than he did. But in essence, the joke was, uh, this, you know, tonight's going to work, uh, just like my presidency. I'm going to get up here, uh, talk for 10 minutes and then, uh, not take any questions and then just cheerfully go on my way. And they all howled with laughter. They all howled with laughter. But I tell you, that, that there's so much truth in that joke. That is exactly, that is exactly his presidency. He gets up there, talks for a couple minutes, doesn't take question, and just goes on, cheerfully, cheerfully goes on his way, no matter what. Unless he's pretending to be sad about something. Now, this, uh, this whole love fest with the press and Joe Biden is a new thing. Everybody forgets. Many people forget when the uh, the machine didn't want Joe in there, right? So, so I'm, I'm on the I'm on the the wiki page for uh, for Sleepy Joe. And here's a good reminder. Here's a here's a here's a wild reminder. 1970. 1970. Old Sleepy Joe ran for the 4th District seat in the New Castle County Council. 
and he won. He won. So he has been sucking on the government dick since 1970. Since 1970. That, uh, that's horrible. That, that should horrify everybody. He lost his re-election, but then he ran for another office. He got that, blah, 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 blah. And then in 72, uh, in 72, uh, his, his wife and his daughter uh, were killed in, a, in an auto accident. And here's what Joe did. Here's what Joe did back then in 72. He's like, it was a drunk driver. She got killed by a drunk driver. That was a drunk driver that did it. And that was a lie. That was a lie. And he finally told that story and got called out on that lie so many times that uh, they say in in years later, years, the dude uh, who was driving the car, who was not drunk, uh, he, he like passed away of old age or some shit. And Joe kept repeating that lie over and over so much that uh, the, the wife, the daughter, the daughter of the guy driving the car, in 1999, had to go revisit the case and have her dad's name cleared. And she got an apology from Biden. So there you go. He wrote, he wrote that uh, from 72 to 99. Yeah, she was killed by a drunk driver. That's gross, man. That's disgusting. Like you, you, you get you get our sympathy, buddy. You get it, right? Your 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 wife, your daughter. Your, uh, your, your, your two sons were injured. And then, then just, that's what is so fucking sick about it. That he just had to dial it up a notch. Just dial it up a notch. Oh, as a drunk driver, that'd be, oh, that's, okay. So, the media and the Democratic uh, National Committee would, you know, they used to call him out. He ran for president a couple times. Plagiarism. Lying about his background. Oh, I was first in my class. And I was the only guy with a full-ride scholarship. And blah, 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 blah. He ran in 88 and 2008. And each time, they would manufacture this uh, this outrage. Rightfully so. You know, plagiarizing speeches. and plagiar- He was plagiarizing entire identities. Oh, the 2008. That was the, that was the Obama thing. I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. But he, uh, he ran, he did run for president twice. And each time the media, you know, they, they, they take their cues from the DNC and they, he got taken out and he would stand aside. Oh, well, let's not, let's not forget what he said about Obama when Obama ran. He's like, oh, can you believe it? This guy's the whole dream. He's like the whole package. He's, he's well-spoken and <laughs> such racist. Okay. And then we get to, uh. The, uh, the the 2020, right? And uh, okay, they so the entire apparatus, the entire apparatus uh, picks Joe Biden. They pick Joe. Don't ever forget that, uh, that Pete Buttigieg was doing pretty good in the polls. He was running. Bernie Sanders was running. He was doing pretty good. And then right before Super Tuesday, that's the big day. You know, there's a poll on Super Tuesday and they're counting and they're looking at the votes and the support. And that's when you really know where, where you stand. So many people disliked Kamala Harris. 
that she was already out. But Pete Buttigieg and uh, Bernie Sanders, they still had they still had uh, a lot of runway, and they both dropped out before Super Tuesday. That that just means the the the, the fix was in. They're getting calls from the DNC, in my opinion, going, listen, just listen, Pete, just take a knee, guy. Take a knee, and we'll make you, uh, I don't know, Secretary of uh, Transportation or something. They make the wheels and deals, and all of a sudden, Biden was the guy, and, and here we are. That has not stopped. That has not stopped. In what I think is... Uh, just a, a horrible, and these are always like, as Nancy Pelosi says, we have to defend democracy. We have to, we have to defend democracy. It's the same, same people who are like, yeah, we're not going to do uh, primary debates for the, for the Democrat. We're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. What you don't want, and I'll, I'll tell you exactly why they don't want uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on stage, just spitting facts, just, he will go off on the vaccine. He is, and oh my God, this is another one. So Robert Kennedy Jr., so the, so they announced, hey, there's not gonna be any debates, right? So so Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, he's all pissed off about it. Uh, Marianne Williamson, she's all pissed off about it. So they're, 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 they're greasing the wheels for, for Joe again, for Sleepy Joe. We'll get into the scandals later. More of the scandals. So uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s on, on ABC. He's on like an ABC News program. And the, the reporters ask him about the vaccine and this and that. And he starts spitting facts. And she's like, well, that's wrong. And he's like, who says it's wrong? And she's like, oh, these doctors say it's wrong. And he's like, okay, that's the World Health Organization. That's blah, 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 blah. And he's like, they're all, they're all on the government. They're all sucking on the government tit. They're all getting government funds to say what they're doing. And that's their studies. My studies by independent people say X, Y, and Z, and they censored him. They cut that part out of the interview. They just cut it out. And then and then when the interview goes up, at the end of it, the chick is like, so we censored him because uh, he, was, he was spewing nonsense and it was lies and we're not in the business of, of, of putting lies on ABC. And you're just like, holy shit. So uh, to Robert Kennedy... I would like to say, welcome aboard, buddy. Welcome aboard. This is how it this is how it feels. When you have facts on your side and it's not convenient for somebody else, so they just go, yeah, you can't speak. You're not allowed to. <clears throat> that was the other uh, wonderful hunk of hypocrisy from the White House uh, correspondence dinner. The whole thing was talking about the the First Amendment and the, and the and the support. Oh, the First Amendment! It's so important. We think it's so important, bitch. <laughs> I I can show you the government agencies that were censoring people on social media. I can show you uh, the Ministry of Truth and Departments of Disinformation and Homeland Security and Health and Human Services and the FBI and the CIA. The whole deep state apparatus making sure. People weren't telling the truth and speaking freely on social media. And, and here they are, just a room full of people all dressed up, applauding. It's crazy. It's insane. And that's why I just had to, to take a step back in this opening segment and just go, holy crap. It's, it's so far off the rails that you can't even see the rails from here. So, okay, 
We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break, uh, come back with more hilariousness and new stuff and some uh, some Tucker Trump talk. Tucker Trump talk. I got the Tucker Trump chop. And I cannot talk. I got the, I got the Tucker Trump chop. I got the talk. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades, an aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com and the party is on. I know karate, I know jiu-jitsu, I drive like a so when I'm coming to see you, see you. And we're back, everybody. I don't know what you did during the break. You probably didn't have very much time, but you know what I did? I did a little bit of research on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be prepared for this next segment about, uh, about the Donald and about the Tucker and about the media and all of it. So I didn't have to look far. I didn't have to look too far to get precisely what I wanted. Okay, so... uh the first block, first block was all about the, uh, the Biden. We didn't, we're not, we didn't even really get into that many scandals, really. We didn't really get into uh, the Biden, the, the Biden family laptop as, uh, as misplaced by Hunter, as it was the, the Hunter's car in the desert, the, the, the gun that he got and lied and just, oh, then the Biden family business and the payoffs and the big guy, all that crap. Here's, uh, Here's what I can't, it drives me crazy. The disingenuousness. So I wanted to talk about uh, Trump's popularity, right? And, and here's, and, and why, at, le at least for me, at least for me. And I think for a lot of other people. So in my lifetime, Chappelle has a great bit about this. In my lifetime, uh, Trump was the first dude who got on the debate stage and like didn't lie. It was the craziest thing. 
like all these like gotcha questions like like uh, the best and this is like uh, Chappelle does the bit along these lines where Hillary's like this guy uh, used a loophole on his taxes to save a lot of money and he just needs to admit it and Trump's like hell yeah I, I used the loophole absolutely I did guess why you wrote it you and your friends you keep that open for your donors Yes, I'd be an idiot if I didn't use it. It was glorious. It was shit like that. That's just one. One of many. And then, you know, you could take maybe uh, uh, a couple scandals. You're like, oh, I remember the, uh, I remember the, uh, the whole, uh, you know, grabbing by the, I don't, you know, that, that whole thing. Which, uh, which I always want to say that was entertainment tonight. It wasn't entertainment tonight. It was, it was Billy Bush and uh, one of those other shows. But that was an NBC show. NBC Universal owned that show. So if they own the show and it's NBC uh, Universal producers under contract, why wasn't that leaked to N- N- NBC? Why didn't NBC break that story? That always, that's your first clue right there. Say what you will about uh, about Trump and what he said and grab him by the, you know, bing bong and all that stuff. But like that's that's your first indication. And I'm talking about for just for the lay people. I'm talking about people you meet at parties, people you're just talking to and just like, isn't it weird? Why did they release that through another? I think they released that through uh, through CNN or, or someone else. So so here's the deal uh, with, with Trump. You, you already see there. OK, so they're ganging up on him. And then, and then you have, you, you think you've seen it all, but you've just seen the tip of the iceberg of this mass uh, pile on. They are using every tool they can think of. You've got uh, the DNC. Now, supposedly it was someone uh, running against Trump on the Republican side who hired this uh, Christopher Steele dude for the Steele dossier, Right. And then he was looking at it and he's like, oof, this is not worth the, this is not worth the fucking money we're paying. This, this guy's a chump. So they cut him loose. And then Hillary Clinton picks up the slack. Hillary Clinton and the DNC, that guy is now on the payroll. And that is not, that's not slander. That's not me putting, no, that, that shit is fact. They got in trouble for that. They paid a fine for that. Well, they didn't get in trouble, but they paid a fine. They were found guilty. It was Hillary Clinton and the DNC and these sons of bitches. So then they start inventing the whole uh, Steele dossier thing. So if, uh, if someone running for president on the, on the Republican side can instantly see this is bullshit, that what, the FBI? The FBI couldn't see it? They, they, it, was, it was beyond them? Then you find out, oh shit, the FBI was paying Christopher Steele too. And then you got Carter Page. Carter Page, who had already been vetted by the CIA. The FBI starts talking shit about him and Carter Page is like, no, you guys, it's cool. I actually, I've been vetted by the CIA, I'm good. And then the FBI alters that email to make it look like Carter Page wasn't vetted by the the CIA. So now you've got Hillary Clinton, the DNC, the FBI all working together with the media to come after Trump for the Trump-Russia collusion. Then you've got it where, uh, where Jim Comey is leaking documents to the press 
so they can have an independent counsel. Then you get Robert Mueller involved in the, in the oh, the Mueller report and all this and all that. And then in the meantime, uh, they're coming, they're coming at, at Don Jr. for having a meeting at Trump Tower with a Russian guy. And there's a freaking room full of witnesses there that like, oh, this was about adoption. This was about adoption. But oh, we can't be sure. We can't be sure. We have to be aggressive. Do you want to know why Donald Trump is, is still popular? And is so popular because it's like David versus Goliath. And it's not like the dude doesn't have a track record. It's not like even with all this shit going on and even with people like Paul Ryan going, you know what? You shouldn't build a wall now. No, you should do you should do tax breaks. You should do tax instead of building the wall. And Trump singing uh, Paul Ryan's praises went along with him, even though the tax breaks on the middle class were temporary. How is that a win? So, just to quickly recap, uh, you've got the media coming at, after him uh, for grabbing by the hoo-ha, and oh, he's a Russian spy, and oh, the FBI is in on it, and oh, now the, uh, the, the military-industrial uh, complex is in on it, and the Steele dossier, and the Mueller report, and there's all this stuff. And while he's running the country, things are going great. Things are going great swimmingly well across the board and he's got plans to help uh the the poorer communities and the disenfranchised people and inject a boatload of money and capital into crappy neighborhoods we were energy independent we were selling it to other countries middle east was total peace isis wasn't doing shit but they have everybody convinced, the media, oh, it's oh, it horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible. So these people, like, they, they pretend not to understand that. They pretend not to understand. The fake stupid uh, just drives me crazy. They pretend not to understand. Oh, why, why do people like Donald Trump? Oh, because he actually did the shit he, was gonna, uh, he said he was going to do. Oh, and you know what else? He had everybody ganging up against him. And I tell you what, America loves an underdog. And Trump is the total. He's like the ultimate underdog. Hey, DeSantis is great and all that, but he ain't no underdog. So here's an article. So while we're at break, uh, I, I looked this up. I, I, just, I just did a little uh, Google search. Like, why is Trump popular? And here's, here's what came up. Examining the popularity of Donald Trump. And they got pollster Nate Silver. He's got three theories. He's got three theories uh, for the rise of Donald Trump. Uh, number one is probably the closest one. He goes, he goes, Trump reflects a populist revolt against the, the establishment. Two losses to Barack Obama has soured many Republicans on the establishment choice. This has got to be an old article. But you think? You think? Like now, if you're talking about uh, a, a revolt against the, establish the establishment uh, that censors people online, that establishment, the establishment people that tell you you've got to get this experimental shot or you can't have a job, that those people, the, 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 the mandate, they wanted to restrict travel, all that, that establishment, the establishment that all teamed up to, to try to frame somebody for a crime he didn't remotely commit, like, like the establishment, like, like, like the deep state, the people who are hiding the Hunter Biden laptop story, those people, yeah, yeah, I guess there is kind of a revolt against the establishment. 
Oh, and here's the second one. Uh, there's a his second reason Trump's power. There's a vacuum at the top of the party. Yes, that you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna give you points for that one too. There is a fucking vacuum at the top of the party. Because <laughs> if you think, ooh, do you think Mitt Romney's anywhere near the top there, Nate Silver? Is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna go down the Mitt Romney Bush family path again after it has been uh, shown. You have to be an idiot not to believe in the deep state now. You have to be an absolute and total moron. You know that whole uh, the the left wing and the right wing are all on the same bird. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. There is a vacuum at the top of the party of the the GOP. Uh, and his third reason, his third reason, uh, Trump is a media creation. This isn't a matter of policy or politics, but this is his charisma and his reality show experience. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. He's a, he's a, he's a creation of the media. Everyone can see now. Everyone, and I, I'm sure the left wingers, you know, the, the liberal people, they're so frustrated, you know, like, oh, he's done all these crimes and he's this and that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's, that's why, that's why the Mueller report, the Mueller report didn't find anything except for obstruction. How can you, obst- I guess you can obstruct an investigation even though you didn't commit a crime. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Do I think it really happened? No. Do I think Mueller could freaking twist it up like that? Yeah, probably. He's got to do something. But you've got, uh, you've got career people at the FBI and the CIA. We've got a deep state problem, you guys. And I don't think, I don't think Ron DeSantis is the dude who's going to get us out of the deep state problem. That's a, that's a job for Trump. Okay, so let's, uh, let's get on to the, uh, the, the Tucker Carlson. Uh, the Tucker Carlson of it all. I did a video about this on the uh, the YouTube channel. I got to I got to do a little bit. Got to be a little uh, a little careful here. I was shocked when that dude got fired. I was shocked. The timing, very strange. And I still, it's days later, still haven't heard a good explanation. And then, of course, my video on the YouTube channel was about the uh, the plot twist of it all. Right, so you got you got everybody coming out and going, oh yeah, Tucker got fired, he got fired, he got fired, and then he came out a couple days later with a video saying, hey, stay tuned, because that's really the interesting part. Like, where is that dude going to go? The video got like, I'm gonna, I want to conservatively say, like 70 million views, 70 million. Even if even if a bunch of people call, watched it twice, let's call it 50 million. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's like the fucking Super Bowl. That's like the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure Tucker can can go wherever he wants, but it's the why. It's the why that interests me. And they're like, oh, there was a uh, there was another lawsuit. The the you know his producer uh, was going to sue him for you know for all this other stuff, and you know, and he, it was a workplace thing. It was a workplace thing, and then you find out, and I knew this from a long time ago. Uh, the, that producer was working out of the Manhattan offices. Tucker films out of his homes. He's got a home in Florida and another one uh, on the East Coast that is not that is not Manhattan. 
he never was even in the office. So, so that that one's not gonna that one's not gonna stick. You know, if, if they're gonna sue, oh, it was an unsafe work environment. It made her feel unsafe. Okay, maybe, but then don't you have to hold the people uh, responsible for that? It ain't it ain't Tucker if he was never there, unless they got him on tape going, "Give her the business, boys. Give give her the business," which I don't think. So I still haven't heard a good reason for letting the guy go. They're like, oh, we just lost, uh, we just lost $800 million uh, settling with Dominion out of court. Which I still, I still, I, dude, I, I, I did research, you guys, because I love you so much. I, I looked at the documents, the court filing documents, and it's all, even, even the Dominion charges are super loosey-goosey. Making false claims, making false statements. What? What specifically? I swear to God, I never saw anybody on Fox. I, I couldn't give you a specific where they go, oh, it was these Dominion voting machines. That's what it was. The Dominion voting machines tabulated them wrong. Like, never. They must have had something, though, because, you know, Fox settles out of court, or maybe they just didn't want discover Whatever, 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 whatever. So you lose... You're out 800 million bucks uh, to a settlement, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, let's fire Tucker Carlson. What? What? Then the, the, the stock value of, of Fox News Corp went down 700 million. So that's a lot of money to lose over the weekend. And you're like, why did they fire him? Then I'm hearing uh, today, I was watching, uh, watching a, a show this morning, and they're like, oh, he called a Fox executive uh, the C-word in an email. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure those Fox executives, they've never heard coarse language before. <laughs> it's just... And then... Uh... And then you start thinking like, seriously, until I'm going to have a lot of questions until we find out why I need a, I need a, I need a, I need a solid reason. And then you find out, uh, Megan Kelly's reporting. Hmm. She's saying that, uh, Tucker isn't even fired. They just took him off the air. He lost his show. He lost his, uh, his corporate, you know, show email address. They took that away. But like, uh, yeah, they got They're they're gonna negotiate his severance, so he can't do a show. He can't do anything else for a long, long time, until that's squared away. Now, that is uh, once again the timing on that is very odd. Is very odd. I don't like it. Not one bit. I don't like it one bit. Why they fire Tucker? Why they let him go? They won't say, they won't say, and I don't know. To start something Something new Cause he'd blow All those programs Off the news 
how big would a Tucker Carlson network be? How big? And that's, to me, that's what it is. That's what it is. I'll just say it. They've got to drag this out. Here's what the media knows. They're very good at this. The media knows it. The government knows it. The, the military, industrial, everybody knows it. You just drag it out and hope it goes away. Drag it out and hope it gets away. Like right now, Tucker Carlson, lightning rod. They're going to want him off the air as long as possible. Normally that recipe works, but now we live in the, in the days of the internet and people will bring shit up again. People like me will bring shit up again. You know, it used to be you could just bury a story and people go, oh my God, that's right, that did happen a lot. And they're like, yeah, it was a long time ago. Are you still talking about that? Yes, yes I am. It's like the, it's like the, the Biden laptop, Hunter's laptop. How long has the FBI had that thing? Since the end of 2018? Since the end of 2018? And, and here we are in 2023 and they still, oh, I don't know, we're still looking at it. There might be a crime here. We're still looking at it. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's laughable. It's completely laughable. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do this song again because I liked it. What happened to Tucker when he's coming back? We're going to talk about that for a little while. But we're going to go to Patreon. There's a lot more show. So get out. Get ready, we're gonna go. I don't know if I can stop. We're gonna be talking about Michelle Obama on stage with Springsteen. Is she gonna run? Maybe so, if you ask me. Okay, I gotta do one more thing before we go because <laughs> you know, if you've been listening to the show. Oh shit, please tell me I still have it. Okay. My love affair with Tom Petty, my respect and admiration uh, for Tom Petty continues to grow. I'm telling you guys, as a lyricist and the words he chooses uh, and his melodies, I'm telling you right now, get on board the Tom Petty gravy train with me. Just wonderful. There's a song that he did, uh, she's a woman in love. Oh my God. And it's got one of my favorite lines in it. And it just, and ladies, you need to hear this. Ladies, you need to hear this. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, uh, friggin', uh, we'll just, we'll just start from the top. We'll just start from the top before I get to my favorite part. I'll walk you through it. I'll walk you through it. My freaking computer. Uh, it's that, it's that. She laughed in my face. Told me goodbye. So don't think about it. You can go crazy. Anything can happen. Anything can end. Don't try to fight it. Don't try to save me. She's the one in love. 
it's that one, it's that one. Here comes my favorite part of that. Here, and ladies, this one's for you. This one's for you. This is the relationship part of the show. I know we're going long. I probably should have put this over on Patreon. I already said goodbye. Fuck it. It's the next verse where he's like, Well, all right. Don't try to talk. Don't say nothing. She used to be the kind of woman you have and you hold. She could understand the problem. She let the little things go. She's a woman in love. That's the part. She used to be the kind of woman. This line right here. You have and you hold. Most important ever. She could understand the problem. She let the little things go. That is what every dude is looking for right there. That is those lines. She could understand the problem. She let the little things go. Fucking A. You know in like Notre Dame football, they have that sign, play like champions. (laughs) And everybody has to touch it as they go out. That's the fucking line right there. Every, you want to have a good relationship? You want to have a good relationship? Fucking print out those lines, frame them. And and that's the first thing you look at when you get up out of bed she could understand the problem she let the little things go oh my lord you're like he's overselling it he's overselling it no I'm fucking not she could understand the problem she let the little things go she's a woman in love And he's gonna break her heart to pieces She don't want him to see She's a woman in love But it's not me Alright, we're gonna go over to Patreon If I have any more rock and roll epiphanies I will let you know But we're gonna talk about Michelle Obama A little bit of Star Wars We're gonna make fun of uh, uh, Dougie McTucky over there too I'm not done with that dude all right, you're fantastic. Skill on Patreon.